0: Welcome, everybody. I'm Rambo, and welcome to Echoes of New Eden. I got an awesome episode for you today. I'll go over some game news, talk in the round table, and then we'll get into the interview I had with Captain Chesley about her stroke and her experience in the game. Let's hit it. One thing I always found a bit funny is when the weekly patch notes get released. Community manager always posts them just a few hours after I release this show. So I'll cover the ones from last week. A couple of optimizations. They updated the estimate prices according to current market values and they added some previously missing translations. They squashed a few bugs. They fixed an issue where players couldn't see structure component blueprints on the corp manufacturing page. They fixed an issue where some players could not initiate or view item exchange contracts. They fixed an issue with the test server that's not up anymore. And they added translations to the item delivery notifications triggered by the destruction of your corp citadel. No big announcements from Eve Echoes this last week. Maybe we shall see that a balance update drop in the next week or so. Weekly ban notice came out today. A whopping 18,971 accounts got banned between April 26th and April 30th, with almost 80% of those being abnormal anomaly behavior. The devs had some weekly questions and answers. When will top-tier Ewar mods be obtainable again? Dev said that they plan on releasing high meta-level mods in the holiday events later this year. When scanning gets released, are there plans to release modules for outposts that can cloak or hide from being scanned? Dev stated that there will be two structures added that relates to Nihilus space, which will enhance the ability of cap outposts to extract resources, along with some additional bonuses. With this in mind, there are no plans to have them have the ability to cloak or resist scanning. When the balance update drops, will there be a way to move SP around? When the patch goes live, players will have the option to reset up to 1 million skill points for free. That option will be available until the end of May. Are there any plans to implement skill injectors? Dev said the game design team vetoed the idea for adding skill injection and skill extraction mechanics for now. We may see it sometime down the road. In case you haven't heard of it yet, the EVE Echo's inaugural Hunger Memes is ongoing. The first community-wide meme contest is in effect. It started on May 2nd and will go until May 9th. The memes shall reflect everything within EVE Echoes, whether it be a person, place, or salt. Submit your memes to the Mobile Gaming Gulag Discord to get judged. ISK pool is up to around $15 billion for the winners to split. I'll give a hint to next week's episode. I have Elandria from Borg planned for next week, and she'll give us some insight about Borg and what they're about. Stay tuned for that. Next, let's get to the roundtable segment. Welcome to Eve Echo's Roundtable. This segment of the show, we will discuss an Eve Echo's topic provided to a spy fan of the show, chosen at random. Are you guys ready?
1: Oh, we are ready. Oh, absolutely.
0: <laughs> All right, let's do introductions. This time we got... We got e in the house again, once again, another appearance. We got Rhino in the house, second appearance also for him. And then we also have my wife, Ellie, decided to, well, she didn't decide. We kind of made her join us. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks
2: for having us.
0: All right. Let's roll for a topic.
3: And the and winner, the winner is...
0: is... All right. Ooh, okay. Here we go. This one is <laughs> this one was also supplied by Obaku from uh mm-hmm. last week. He had he had asked, Is industry really broken? E rock.
2: Really broken? Another one from Obaku. Good question. There are still places to make money in the game via industry. So from that standpoint, I don't think it's broken. Our prices for a lot of items, what we want them to be, them to be. not as much so, um, especially with insurance. So there, there are, there's always places to make profit over and above uh, mineral costs. You know, I, I think that industry is going to be better once capital ships are, are out, and those who make money via mining will get more, you know, risk return, just um, more risk for their minerals in general. But um, you know, I view industry as. You know how much profit can you make over the cost of production, and the cost being uh, the market value showing the market. And there's still a lot of profit margin for a lot of items. And and so, in that sense, I don't, I don't think it is broken. But, but people are definitely getting less risk for the same amount of goods as they used to.
1: So,
0: thoughts, Rhino?
1: I actually think that uh, industry's been broken even before um, they brought out insurance. Uh, You know, being a game that is relied upon having a certain tech level to certain things. Yes, I understand the people that have been in the game longer, they deserve to have some sort of advantage, whether it be ships or you know, what have you. But uh, you know, if you focus your person on industry and you started to even two months later, you're behind on a lot of stuff, so you don't get to be able to catch up on, hey, what's the hot ticket item? You don't have the tech level to produce it half the time. So, um I mean there, there were ways that people could make money and I mean being in industry uh you know as well as eroc uh there are ways that we've found to make money i mean you can fill buy orders from insurance and stuff like that there are those things out there but uh as a whole um industry has i believe been broken since the beginning um you know if someone wanted to really focus let's say on frigates and go 555 on frigates well if he's perfect on frigates you know he might not be able to fly in combat that frigate but What says that he can't build it to sell it? You know, one of those things. But that's just, again, one of my opinions on it.
0: Ellie, any thoughts, insight?
4: Just like how E-Rock and Rhino were saying there, it really could go both ways just on how you're looking at it. If you're looking at wanting to make profit, then, you know, some parts of it is broken. I feel that we can't make as much money on building and turning ships around as much as could in the beginning of the game just due to, you know, market changes, especially once insurance came out and stuff, and people aren't buying as many ships now, because they're able to get them on insurance, but at the same time, like, what Ryan was saying, I mean, the whole not being able to build Dobs and Teller at a certain tech level, I started an alt a good several months after the game started. She's just now almost a couple days away from T8, but my main has ships that's T9 and she can't build her ships for my main because she's not a high enough tech level. So in a way it's, it kind of puts those that started later at a, at a disadvantage in the game.
0: Yeah. I, I wonder if this question was post um, insurance, you know, uh, Rhino, you know, you're saying that industry was broken even before the insurance. Uh, I, I think a lot of people in the game, just when that new insurance dropped i think they thought that industry was dying or is dead or what have you but you know like i had talked to ozier and durka the other week and the, in, they're you know they're still thriving um uh, and they're saying that ore prices are the same if not more they're saying ship pricing is the same if not more uh and
1: there, I, I mean again, that also from kind of what I was saying, I mean, like if they started when the game started, if they've been duoed and have chips and all that, and they're tech nine and able to build the tech nine stuff, yeah, they can stay on top of what the current meta is, which is pretty much just battleships and battle cruisers, battle cruiser and guardians, um you know, yeah, that's where the money is. You look at cruisers outside of factions and even faction stuff, I mean uh taking a look at trying to build one of those and stuff like that like for the minerals it takes the profit margin it's there is it great it's better than a lot of other stuff but still you know like there are ways to still make money if you have the tech level and you have the abilities yeah you can take advantage of that absolutely uh did insurance affect the ship market the industry market absolutely um and did it affect it in a positive and negative way if you're in a pvp it affected it positively uh, and there are industry people that have taken advantage of it and I'm not one to watch the market, um, very vigorously, but I guess, yes, for those that build ships and watch the market, uh, very carefully can take advantage of those, uh, build orders. But then again, I mean, how much time are you spending playing, you know, being, being in the game and doing what you want to do, or are you sitting there and just watching for the next big build order to come along, you know, big insurance order to come along. So.
2: Yeah, a lot of the um, the criticism regarding industry has, has been around insurance um, and because of, uh, for each ship loss, they're not doing full seeds into the market. Well, they're, they're, they're seeding ships into the game directly through insurance, but they're not fully replacing them through buy orders in the market. And so that's where a lot of the criticism has come. Um, and, and therefore the view is that ship prices are generally not as high as they could be. Um, I will say that, you know, used to do a lot more um, ship selling before insurance, and, and now I really don't. I mean, personally, I used to have to build a lot more insurance for myself, a lot more ships for myself, and now I don't. Now I can YOLO my ships as much as I want, and I know as long as I have enough money in my uh, insurance pool, I get the hauling get the rigs back. Um, I think um, that, uh, you know, in, in some ways, it's good for the game, because, you know, like, how many times have we all had friends where, someone would lose their faction freak that they put all their money into, and then they quit the game. And I don't... I hear that a lot less often because now people who, who are getting such expensive ships are at least getting insurance and covering that. So I feel like over the long haul, the insurance is good for the overall player base um, And in that respect, um, that you know, the maximum loss of events that lead to players quit the game, um, they don't happen as often as a result. But, you know, you have a lot of people who enjoy the industrial side. Like, I do both PVP, PBE, and, and, and industrial, quite a fair bit of industrial. And it's uh, you just have to find different ways to, to make money. It's like, you know, what, it's one of these things. You look in Jita, and one day you'll be like, oh, gosh, I can make, you know, 20%, 20, 25%, 30% you know, margin above the cost of my minerals uh, and my manufacturing costs. And then you, you go build your ship and then, then that very next day when your ship's done and you bring it up to Gita, all of a sudden it, that margin's like pretty much wiped away because everyone, and their brother saw the same exact thing and, and you're trying to sell your ship now. Mm-hmm. Um, and at cost. Um, so it's one of those things that you have to, if you're, it, you, there's, there's a lot less wiggle room in the market and you have to react quickly, um, to the market in order to make money, um, with that. Um, I think a lot more of the money personally is just, you know, is in null and not necessarily selling stuff in JITA and doing private contracts and, 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 and you know, finding people who who need a need, who have a need for stuff and, and filling that need and getting a decent margin on it. Because um, they don't I mean, want to bring it all in from JITA, you know.
1: So there, there, there are definitely a lot of, there are definitely more than a few things out there that if you look carefully enough, you can see where you can make a decent profit. Yeah. And, Uh, Knowing that firsthand from my industry side, which coincides a little bit with EROC's industry side, uh, you know, sometimes it does uh, help to have, uh, you know, the corp or multiple people involved in that uh, to take advantage of some of those things that you can push out and make a decent amount of uh, in game money.
0: Yeah, so a couple things coming up that may affect the industry. We got this balance update coming soon. So. We have yet to see what that's going to do uh, for the industry and then just market in general. And then also T-10 around the corner. We're going to see a a boom in some minerals probably to be uh, blowing out some T-10 ships. And it's not like there's T-10 ships out there already um, to claim insurance on because there's not. So there's going to be that inflation of uh, ship prices just because of the demand right off the bat so we're, we're going to see a boom here um so w- would you really consider it broken though
2: yeah well and, and that's a good point because I, I think that that is why we haven't seen as much decline in ship prices than we could otherwise have is because uh you know if insurance is just replacing every ship that dies then where's all the demand for um people buying ships and to coming from it's coming from people uh going up the tech levels
0: yeah started later and,
2: and we, yeah that, that's where all that's coming from and I, I think that you know over the long term if they don't fix it you know there could be a huge drop off uh in, in prices because there just won't be demand anymore um and that's a real risk um but for now because people still climb in the the tech level ladder um there's still enough demand for those ships uh as they go up uh um, the other part being is with the new uh pad tech, tech level 10 Uh, And most importantly, you know, capital ships and freighters, uh, freighters they need uh, more fight. Um, and so this useless uh, mineral that everyone's been hoarding
1: or you know, throwing away out of their uh, using the offset, uh, audit timers,
4: yeah, or or, or even worse, people (laughs)
2: who just literally just jet can it and don't pick it up, which just makes me cringe every time. Um, you know. It's gone up in value. I don't know what I think it's there were sell orders for like four thousand. I think it was like twenty seven hundred, three thousand, I forget what the some buy orders were at, but that you know, it wasn't long time ago. It was a lot lower than that. So people are already, you know, it's a lot of speculation. Um, but you know, over the long term, you know, Morphite's one of those things that it's hard to mine a lot of it at one time. So you gotta kinda slowly accumulate it. Um, and so people are like starting to get afraid that, hey, I need access to morphite, as I should.
1: Well, and with the balance coming out and the balances that they've made, armor and stuff like that, with a lot more people that are probably going to go that route, or at least attempt to go that route, uh, armor tanked, focused ships, you'll probably see uh, an initial surge on those. I mean, it'll eventually mm-hmm. taper off again, kind of like everything else, once people get what they're looking for, but I you know that, and like the T-10, those battleships, when T-10 first hits, the people that have the ability to build them, they will make some decent money, you know? Yeah.
2: And I'm generally a fan of when they make changes like that. I mean, because it's uh, number one. Well, armor's been non-viable for a long time now, but you know, overall balance changes and shakeups the meta. It keeps the game fresher. And I think uh, just from um, yeah, playability standpoint, it's nice to have those changes. Even though there will be people raging that their favorite ship is no longer OP um, and uh, they have to fly something else, but there will be a different OP ship of tomorrow, and I'm sure they will find that and they will fly that instead. So.
0: All right. Well, we'll wrap it up there. Is industry dead? I think not. So that concludes it for this week's roundtable chat. See you guys next week for another topic to discuss. Thank you, guys.
2: Thanks, Rambo. Thank you, Rambo.
4: Thank you, Rambo.
3: Hey, everyone. I'm Captain Chesley, and welcome to Echoes of New Eden.
0: welcome captain chesley welcome to echoes of new eden i'm glad to have you here sitting down and chatting with me today how are you doing
3: i'm doing great how are you
0: i'm doing great today too nice sunday morning so uh, tell us about yourself
3: so my name is cass i'm also known as captain chesley i am the ceo of netflix and drill or nad um we are and industry-based corp, uh, we hang out in Null. We have, you know, a few high-sec locations for n- new beginners to stay in. And um, over the last maybe four months, five months, we've been breaching into PVP and, you know, doing interceptor rooms. So the corporation is kind of just a mesh of a lot of things. And um, I am the CEO of that mesh.
0: That's great. That Yeah, that's really cool. The interceptor rooms, they are hard to fight. <laughs> they're hard to fight. <laughs> they are
3: <off>. fun, though.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes, they're so fun. So, uh, so previously, uh, a couple weeks ago, you were on the Hall of the Echoes. Or, sorry, you were on the Hall of Echoes with A Fish. Uh, and, yeah, that was a couple weeks ago, I think April 20th, roughly. Um, yeah. And, and you were talking to her, and she. On there, she had talked about that you had had a stroke. So tell us mm-hmm. a little bit about how Eve Echoes had helped you with that.
3: Yeah. All right. So, um, I, oh, just over a year ago, I had a stroke. Um, I had, you know, some kind of major stroke, and then I had multiple TIAs. And during that time, I had uh, paralysis and I had difficult speaking and a whole bunch of long term effects that. I was learning about and dealing with Um, for me, mostly it's speaking and processing complex, complex thoughts and like math and motor skills. And that was kind of what I was um, dealing with. So yeah, I went on to a fish podcast uh, a couple weeks ago and I talked about my recovery and the way that I play Eve echoes is kind of a recovery tool to retain my physical and mental abilities and have a little bit of fun, you know, while you're also working on those skills.
0: So when that happened, you couldn't walk or you couldn't talk. You had a you had, yeah, actually had to I, learn how to talk again.
3: Yeah, my stroke was on the right side of my brain. So my left arm was affected my left leg, um, my memory and my speech. So I do have uh, aphasia. It's gotten better over the last year and a half, but I do have. Uh, like trouble with the words like saying them crackly. L- luckily all of my friends around me and my family they know what I'm saying so if I'm like I need lop and that's like a glass of water they know just to bring it to me like uh, you know I it's it's a transition for everyone around you to under for you like you know in my head I know the words but when they come out they're completely different and when it first happened, the stroke, it was frustrating. But over time, people around me learned to adapt to my, like, new kind of language. And, you know, it made that easier. So the the stroke was I was unable to move, like, the left side of my body and then una- unable to, like, speak correctly and think correctly. So in my recovery, I had to go from being in a wheelchair to being in a walker you know, uh, and I still use a walker, but um, so I, you know, it's like I, one day I hope to actually like walk again for a long period of time, you know, instead of using some kind of medical de- assistive device, you know, so mm-hmm. I have a lot of um, things I'm still working on from the stroke, but um, it's uh, overall, there's just so many different types of therapy that there are. And um, I think that Uh, playing like video games is a type of therapy that we should uh, consider you know
0: yeah about how long ago did that stroke happen
3: my stroke was January of 2020 so you know a year and a half
0: okay yeah before the game yeah yeah yeah
3: Yeah. Uh, my husband was playing the game in beta and uh, he thought maybe it might be a good fit for me to get my uh, you know cognitive skills going So like that, that's where I heard of it was him. He was the one who was like, you should just try it out and see if you like it, you know?
0: Yeah. So did you start in August where a majority of the player base started or did you start in beta?
3: Yeah, I started in August. Um, He was playing to see if it was something I would like. And I was, you know, doing my other video games and such. And uh, I joined a little bit later.
0: So what do you like about Eve Echoes?
3: The thing I love most is the industry. I really, I love doing mining. I love looking out for pirates and building ships to support my team. That is just my favorite thing is to be able to, to know that one of my guys needs a ship and I can just be like, yeah, sure. Give me like two hours, you know? And also like how much money do you have? Oh, you don't have enough money. That's fine. Pay me back next week. in or like, you know that Mm -hmm. I love the industry portion of it and building these ships to support my team members who are, who are supporting my dreams with Nat and i think that eve has one of you know the most unique uh market systems of any game out there and i think that's what's different that's what differentiates it from other games like world of warcraft or any other mmo and i like that
0: yeah industry is still thriving quite a bit and yeah yeah if, I think if you so. caught my episode from last week and i had a lot of positive feedback about um that kind of industrial interview I had with Ozier and Durka. Yeah. um, They are in it for the long run. Like they are hardcore about industry. They know all the, all the tips and tricks, you know, to, to make isk, you know, and to, to have that's, that's their gameplay is industry stuff. (laughs) And they, Mm -hmm. they make it work, even though the insurance system, when that was implemented, um, it did deter a lot of the industri- industrial people, but I think a lot of people also adapted uh, around that. And like Ozier was saying, um, ore prices are the same, if not more. Ship prices are the same, if not oh, more. Oh yeah, yeah, you know?
3: yeah, yeah. I I see a lot of complaints about you know industry and insurance and and you know you need to fight against it and and make your ship prices the highest they can be. But me, I've been industry for you know all these months in the game, and it's like I I haven't taken a profit loss. You know, it's just I make I make money in different ways now. Like n- now I look at the I look at the station and what's and what's like the orders are there. You know, it's like it's a different play style, but I'm still I'm still making you know the same amount, and I'm still I, I like I don't feel like anything was taken away from me. You know, I'm still thriving and having a great time in the same type of in industry
0: so in a fish's interview you're talking about the learning curve and uh your husband had showed you a meme of that and uh when i was introduced into eve echoes i also seen that meme um it was it was from eve online and it was <laughs> like it was like a cliff <laughs> and it had an overhang mm-hmm, and people mm-hmm. were hanging from it and there's crosses and stuff on the top it was a, <laughs> it's a very hard to it's a it's a game that's very hard to uh I suppose, yeah, the learning curve is very high just in the beginning of the game, but once you figure it out and know how to play it, then yeah it's it it mm-hmm. goes without saying it could be pretty easy, so
3: well, uh, can I make a comment about the learning curve and just mm-hmm. um something um, so I had a friend who joined the game and he had autism and trying to teach him the game, like the learning curve was just not there for him, you know he he ended up quitting the game, and it's like I always wonder like. What could I do to like send to the to the devs like about like w- making it easier for people with that kind of you know mental capacity you know where it's like a little bit undermined like I'm you know somebody with like an intellectual and physical disability, but then people who may have more of a disability than me like I've tried to get them to play the game, and they're just so lost, and it's i I always wonder like that learning curve like how can we how can we make it a little bit different for people who who love the game want to play it but just can't get that you know that just can't get it just can't understand the material right you know what mm-hmm. i mean
0: yeah so with that discord was also new for you tell us about your yeah. discord experience
3: so when i joined discord i i had no idea um what it was it was um i had to do stuff like setting up bots roles or manage anything like that it was hard to pick up Discord at first and also Google Docs, which was another one of our main tools. So after a few months, I started picking it up much faster. And now I'm able to, you know, create my my own bots and set up permissions and do things like set up pricing calculators and using Discord in all the aspects of the game. It, it was definitely hard to learn everything there, uh, just even like how to join a new channel and how to mute things you know and how to uh just it was it was it was a lot to learn it was like i was in middle school learning powerpoint again uh -hmm. but um i i do i focus on the discord um and then i you know i have my diplomats deal talking to the people in alliance matters and then i focus most of my energy within the
0: corp yeah that's the discord is the game away from the game (laughs) you cannot it it seems like you can't run a corp without Discord. yeah you just have to have that communication the the in-game chats and messaging system is just not very good at least
3: yeah if you go if you jump you lose your whole message
0: Right. Oh yeah. It's like just, yeah. Aside from the UI, it's like, I never know when I have a <laughs> message, like if somebody replies to me.
3: Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: and I, yeah. It's like, okay, I have to, I actually have to think and say, okay, maybe I, I have to remind myself to go check for messages from this person. Cause I just messaged them. The game doesn't make it very easy to communicate through uh, the contacts and just recruiting and court messaging and all that stuff. It's a lot easier in discord Discord is amazing. Mm. Uh, I I made yeah. it. I made it just for Eve Echoes. I, I had no idea what Discord was, and then uh, eventually, just after more and more use, um, I found out. You know, now I use Discord for everything, including recording the uh-huh. show. So I have my own Discord, and you know, I I uh, I help run my corporation Discord, and I'm on the alliance Discord and many discords with many people. <laughs> So it's fun, yes. The learning curve and bots too. I've I've been learning to uh, have people build bots for s- specific yeah. things that I want to do. So that's right. pretty fun too. So then uh, you you said uh, you started a YouTube channel to assist new players. Is that does that go across all of New Eden, or is that just for new players to your corp?
3: So so how that started was. Um, Commander Hank and I were completely new to, uh, the game and how to do things. And then when we started, like, asking our court members to do things, they were like, how do you do that? So I'm like, you know, we should make a YouTube channel and help people who are new at the game. Um, so... So, like, our first video was on how to do manual warping when you can't trust autopilot to keep you safe. And since then, we've made a few more videos, like, showing things, like, we noticed things that are really hard for people to figure out. Like, using jet cans as warp points and how to set up autopilot avoidance, you know, things like that. And it's just, um, it. I just feel like, I feel like everyone playing the game should know how to do all the basic things in the game or advanced things, like, 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 if I'm fighting a pilot, I want him to know how to use his shield because I feel like it's not as good to fight if he doesn't know what he's doing. So it's open to anyone. You know, I always share it. I always share it in, like, the Facebook group and um, because I just want people to be aware of how to play the game and the directions that might be a little bit complicated for them. Um, so, yeah, it's open to anyone. It's it's. I just want people to understand the game.
0: <laughs> yeah, and if you um, like... But- Um, I was going to say, if you like, drop me the link for that, your channel and I will include it in my show notes.
3: Yeah, I do have a question for you. Um, you do think there's any like videos I should make, or do you have any like ideas of things that might be complicated or need to be explained to people that I could do on my YouTube channel?
0: Well, I'd actually have to check out your YouTube channel to see what you haven't covered. (laughs)
3: all right <laughs> so uh,
0: I, I will do that and uh yeah i'll I'll see what's uh what's good and yeah because
3: uh, we're always looking for recommendations you know because it's just like what we find complicated but everyone's different you know so we just it'd be great to have some feedback on what we need a bit more videos
0: of yeah and that goes to the audience too if they have a video request you know on on what to do or how to do something they could always uh hit you up and uh mm-hmm. you can do that too so awesome definitely that's good. So that, yeah, that's, that's available to all of new Eden, not just your court members. So that's good. Yeah.
3: Correct. Yeah.
0: So what is it like being a CEO of a corporation? What What made you decide to become a CEO?
3: Well, when commander Hank, my husband was playing it, he was telling me like, he's like, you should play this game. You can do whatever you want to do. You can make things you can, um, You can fight things, you know, or, like, fight computer systems. And I'm just like, all right, well, I played it. And I'm like, oh, this is really fun. But if I'm going to get into it, I need to be in, like, complete control of it. (laughs) So so he helped me, like, implement my vision and make sure that what I want ended up happening. And as CEO, I manage the big picture ideas within the corporation. And I have my elite officers and commanders under me. And they each have separate jobs to make sure our day-to-day functions, like, you know, stay running. We have an officer who deals with, like, the alliance and coalition. We have a diplomat. We have several working for our Fly Together buddy program. Uh, it's just uh, it's just like a new – it's like a system for new people to be paired with a more experienced pilot and get discounts on all their, like, items and ships to help them, you know, uh, level up. And, and then we have logistics and just – being in charge of like all of that i don't know it's it's a nice feeling because i'm helping people reach you know their goals in the
1: game
0: the uh the buddy system you talked about that can you go further in depth with that 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 is something i haven't heard of but i'm interested in maybe implementing into so, my corp.
3: do you know what a uh, trailer park boys is
0: the TV show, yes, Canadian TV yeah,
3: show. Yeah, yeah. So our corp is based off of the trailer park boys. So like for example, if we do a tier ten mission and we split up the ISK, uh we you're gonna get like fifty million hash coins. Like uh and then we have like a Leahy bot. And it's very trailer park <laughs> boys themed. Like everything in our corp is because we just all love trailer park boys, which is so weird because we just met an Eve, you know, it wasn't like we met and even then everyone knew Trailer Park Boys. And we got them to watch it. So like our whole our whole corp is just Trailer Park Boys experts, <laughs> and and it's great. But like the the best part is we have new people come on. Like we had this guy named Addy who just came on, and and he was just like, "Wait, you guys know Trailer Park Boys?" And he's just he became such a great member. And it's like I think we have a great connection when you can you you can you can like uh uh. What's the word uh connect on like different two different levels? you know mm-hmm. what I mean, yeah, so um, so the buddy program is when you join you can you can uh you know click on the ticket and you can be paired with somebody who's more experienced, so we have like you know the tier fives paired with like a tier eight and 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 they're placed based off of their goal in the game so. We make sure there's an officer for every single goal. So if you come in and you want to focus on PVP, you're going to be paired with one of our PVP officers. You want to focus, focus on mining, you're paired with one of the mining officers. So you're paired with somebody who has the same career path with you, you know, and mm-hmm. there's no obligation to stay with that. You just kind of learn from them and they take you under their wing and they're, 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 they're there in your DM, you know, instead of the Discord, like the whole channel, they're there in your DM like, hey, how are you today? Do you need assistance? And that kind of thing. And then also, if you're in the buddy program the, the the new person is able to get like discounts on items just to help along because you know when you first start, it's really hard to to get the money, so just kind of like we give discounts to the people in the buddy program, and I just think it's a good it's a good way to help people along, you know
0: yeah, I think that's an excellent idea. <laughs> I love it so yeah, going back to the trailer park boys the Leahy bot. Mm-hmm. you have a Leahy bot, nobody liked Leahy okay so we
3: do? we 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 actually have we we have a hash coins bot which i I actually coded and and when we do a, when we do some kind of like activity where we split up the the money we um we the 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 hash coins bot like will respond also. If you feel like betting your isk away, we have a VLT bot, so you can. You, if you know, like Ray in Trailer Park Boys, Ricky's dad loved the VLT machines. We have a bot where you can just bet on your. You just like type an exclamation VLT, and you just like bet your money away, like in Trailer Park Boys. And <laughs> uh, yeah, we and like for example, like uh, in in our alliance, we needed we needed like a corp wallet, so like our corp wallet is called Lot Fees. You know, like it's all trailer park boys like <laughs> themed. It's it's great.
0: <laughs> wow, that yeah, that is totally <laughs> awesome. So, what's your motivations when running a corp? Couldn't running a corp be pretty stressful?
3: So, like one thing I talked about, and with a fish was the you kind of you kind of go to ex- exposure therapy. So, m- my stroke was caused by stress mostly, and the game is very stressful. You know, there's lots of stressful situations and you kind of get exposure in the game to stress. And that kind of like overlaps and carries over into life, you know, where you kind of, you kind of are ready for the stressful situations based off of what you were kind of doing in the game. And I think that just my motivation is that I want to help other people. And, sometimes we take in people have no idea what they want to do and we give them just like a overall taste for everything in the game and they can figure out what they like doing, you know, and we have even taken people just to train them up and just like, I've sent them to another corporation, even though they are like red to us. I know that they do a lot more PVP because they're blowing us up all the time. And if you want to do PVP, but you're my minor, you know, I, 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 I contact, I'll contact the CEO and I'll say, Hey, you know, captain chesley uh, i have a court member who wants to do more pvp would you be interested in having him you know and then like i i don't i don't like shun people for wanting to leave i help them get to where they want to go and as a ceo that's like my main motivation is just to get people whatever their goals in the game to help them out that makes sense
0: yeah uh, i'm trying to figure out how you have time to play the game <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, the CEO is a very busy person. So, unless you have yeah. a, a lot of officers that uh, lighten the weight off your shoulders, then uh, yeah, I could I could see you uh, playing the game then. But yeah, you'd have to have a lot of people to uh, assist you with a, running a corp.
3: Yeah. Yeah. There definitely are a lot of people required.
0: So, does your corp do any events? Do you have any like corp days or like a monthly corp event or anything?
3: oh yes we we keep our tax rate our tax rate really low um and then we like fundraise for our money for the corporation so like um we have a battle royale coming up in one week from today and the battle royale is just uh like if you go on our discord we have like a friends of nad part and anyone can join and the battle royale is something we do where we have people take uh t4 frigates or destroyers and go out and just fight each other and get experience hitting the target button killing people seeing themselves dying all that kind of thing we we want to get them what we, we want to get their feet wet so we we have these things called battle royales where we go out and we just blow each other up and we have prizes for the first second and the second worst person and um and like that kind of events and we also have you know like uh mining fundraising days where everything that you mine goes to the corp and the highest level uh you know the highest uh contract you know gets a prize with that kind of thing so we we have a and then we have c and then we have cta's a lot uh with being in false trajectories. so i mean there's a lot of events going on
0: yeah corp days you do any like meme events or anything on discord or what kind of discord events you got
3: we don't have any discord events like no. i i'm the only one who makes memes and i share them <laughs> with everyone and 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 require them to laugh <laughs> it, it,
0: it's a it's a thing in my corp where um, every time we do a corp day we always include a meme contest um and then sure. you know we do highest we there there's con- there's Prizes for a lot of things, uh, biggest loss, biggest loss, mail, uh, highest kill mail value, most kill males, uh, and then we have battle Royales and the winners get prizes, <laughs> uh, meme contest and the, the meme contest winner will get a custom emoji in the name, uh, stuff like that. And all oh, that's a... like, well,
3: that's way too advanced for us. We'll, we'll get there though. <laughs> we'll get there.
0: <laughs> yes. The memes are fresh in my, in my discord. So. Yeah, cool.
3: we, we we have a lot of trailer park boys memes.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet. That's funny. So you're saying you play this game with your husband. Does your husband help you run the corp?
3: Um he definitely helps me run the corp. Um and it's much more fun than playing alone, I feel. Um He tried it, Hank did by himself for a while uh but the game is just so engaging that it's kind of hard to do something like ctas by yourself when it can take like hours and that hours you need to focus on what you're doing your spouse doesn't kind of understand why why you're up at three thirty in the morning like sitting at a station mm-hmm. <laughs> like so so playing the game as a couple i think is is it's really important because you can devote the the time unless your spouse obviously has another really engaging activity. I think it's, I think it's great to play together because, um, because the time requirement and, and the fact that like, if there's something that I need done, you know, he, he can do it. He's my right hand man, you know, like everything, uh, everything always gets done. If I don't do it, I know he's going to do it. If He doesn't do it. I know he's already got an officer to do it. You know, it's, it's good to have somebody that you know personally in the game, as well as personally in person, and also in the game.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. my My wife also plays this game, and uh, we're we're both corp leaders in uh, our corp. Neither of us are CEOs, but uh, we are very engaging uh, in in our Discord. But as far as Echoes goes, like I started a month and a half before she did and now we're basically at the same level cuz i was able to get her caught up basically in the game and uh it, yeah it's fun to play with your spouse <laughs> sometimes you don't want to uh go and do things like go to the store or anything because uh cta <laughs> well know, I, th- I think what's great
3: them. about us is like if one of us has something to do we'll just hang with the phone and, like we'll, we'll switch off driving or we'll switch off whatever we, we we make it work because, you know, we both understand how to use the buttons and things like that. So that's kind of nice. Like if he didn't play the game, I could be like, hey, you go to the station, you need to press this and focus this guy like he would be like, what? <laughs> but because he knows what to do, I can just kind of hand off my responsibility on him for a little bit if, if needed, you know, if worse comes to worse. And I kind of like that part of it.
0: Does your corp know of the uh, husband wife relationship between you? So if nobody can get a hold of him, they start spamming you. A hundred
3: percent and a hundred percent, and they'll be like, Hank, would you forget to take the trash out? Hank, should you do you use the dishes, Hank, how can you have been online? Have you not folded your laundry like they use it against us all the time, and it's wonderful, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's the same thing for us, yeah, same thing <laughs> they know if uh if I'm asleep or if she's asleep, then I'm always available or oh yeah versa, stuff like yeah that. yeah
3: if if they if they ping him, he doesn't respond, they'll ping me, like, yeah, they know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: A lot of people, uh, I, I would say with, uh, people that don't have spouses that play the game, uh, they not necessarily jealous, but they, they think, you know, couples that play this game together are pretty lucky to have each other in a game like this.
4: Yeah.
3: I mean, I could just, I mean, it, I just think it's, it's great if you play this game and then you could like introduce it, introduce it to your spouse. I think that's, I think that's great if you could share it together, you know, even even if, like, okay, your spouse doesn't like it, but they've seen the game, they kind of understand how it goes, they, they can, you know, it's more reasonable to talk about a thing. I think introducing it to your spouse is just a good idea to to just, you know, understand what, what's going on. Like, when you say certain things, like, they're not going to understand, but if like, oh, I go after you CTA at 4am, and I, uh, it starts at 5, like, the, what? But if you haven't played it for the like, year, like, oh, okay, that was a CTA, and that's dumb, but you do it, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. I think I think it's important to just show other people what it's like (laughs) because it's so hard to explain.
0: Well, according to my wife, the uh, the reason she started playing was to pass off the fairness and taking off the newborn or like taking care Mm -hmm. of the newborn. Because we do have a nine-month-old <laughs> right now, and uh, <laughs> and she's like, "Well, you're playing the game, and then I'm gonna play the game at the same time. So when she's asleep, and you have to feed her and do this or that, and <laughs> yeah, either way, we're both good at it. So uh, <laughs> there's no problems there. Uh, it's all fun, of course. So, um, you got any funny corporation moments? I have. Like I have
3: a couple. Uh, I think. A good one was, uh, our, our guy Carmel came in to rescue us. So Commander Hank and I were mining and an interceptor room came in and started killing us. And we were going down and we yelled like help, you know, in our corporate chat. So Carmel came over and in his ship and he started, uh, targeting them. Well, they stopped targeting us and I put on my cloak and Hank got out and Carmel died. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 we were and and the thing is he bought his retriever from us the day before (laughs) or whatever the ship he lost he bought like the day before they tried to help us and so we replaced it (laughs) we're like thank you so much but just like the fact that you can go to help and be such good intentions that is demolished is just hilarious to me um (laughs) the 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 second one was we had a guy in our corp. His name was Sohi, and he was just really um it's really into like the game. Like he was talking all the time. But the problem was at the time he joined, we were an industrial corp. So he wanted to do more like PvP. So I went on to like Discord. I found him a CEO who was aligned more to what he wanted. I I I told him that you know this guy was my corp and he wanted more PVP you know i'm not trying to break any OPSEC here but he he just it's not a good fit for him with us right now so so he ended up joining that corp and he ended up coming into our space that he was in before and and killing us you know just blapping us so we uh we put a, a bounty on him for like 100 million 200 million and and then other people that didn't even know him started putting started putting um bounties on his head too. So so when he went into like low sec, like this guy, you know, just tack him and collect the bounty and it was just it was just a good time for us. <laughs> <laughs> it was great to think like we and then and then shortly after we got totally into PvP. So it's like if you'd just stayed a little bit longer, we actually kinda got into, you know, what what you wanted to do. So it was just we 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 have like heroic people on our team who are great who die for us we have other people who we pay to kill
0: <laughs> right yeah yeah we we have uh internal bounties on our corp transfers too so between the corps <laughs> if they're upgrading to the next tier if they're gray for the 24 hours that it's like a it's like a betting ring all of a sudden people throwing down Isk for that bounty you know
3: <laughs> well Well, this is, I don't know, this is kind of related, but when I did my interview with Afish, um, I had a few people who saw it and wanted to join my corp, you know, and, but they were part of my same alliance. So like, they were like you know are you poaching people (laughs) it's like no i just did an interview about having a stroke i did, you know so that's been like a thing so 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 like when they want to join they were great for 24 hours had to go to high sec to you know be there and it's interesting part of the game to think about like like you know like um there's no such thing as bad publicity they say but it's just (laughs) like that uh them wanting to join and being gray for like 24 hours, it was an interesting thing, interesting fear to like kind of inflict in you when you've been in the game for like a while, you know, to be gray again. I thought mm-hmm.
0: That was, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, poaching members within the alliance is definitely frowned upon.
3: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, how is it poaching if they just like saw you, you know, like?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. They they want to. <laughs> be part of your corporation. So that that's their choice. The, uh, the other corporations have to respect that ultimately. I know I would, you know. So.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah. Like when I help people go to other corps, like I, res- like I just want them to get whatever they want to get out of the game. You know, it's, yeah. Uh, there's no like, a, there's no attachment where I'm upset. Like I just want them to get the, get their goals met in playing Eve Echoes.
0: So talk about the community and how everybody's really helpful toward each other and how they are helpful toward you
3: so we have a great community we help each other almost daily uh as i mentioned we have a buddy program where an experienced person gets paired up with a new player you know to give them personal support and like for example we had a player from the uk who needed assistance and we we found another uk player to pair him with so you know the time zones matched up. Um, when we help each other, it's just like, uh, for example, we uh, the hash coins bot. Like I'll accidentally like if one of my guys earned thirty five million and I accidentally put like three hundred and fifty million in their hash coins. Like somebody will be like hurry, you need to cash out before she notices, you know. And it's like there's no like making fun of or making me feel bad. It's like everything is a joke and everything is is a learning experience and trial and error. And and it's fun. Like they, we, we make fun of each other in a way that helps you learn, but you don't feel like you're not, you're not as good as them, you know?
0: Yeah. Not constantly criticized or anything.
3: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, In our last Alliance, I had no idea how to use a, uh, the ship with the, with the bubble. uh,
0: Interdictor. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I had no idea how to use it and I showed up with these two players in the alliance and they were like oh you're so dumb you don't know how to use this and I'm just like I don't know I don't know how to use this you know and that really turned me off to to trying you know CTAs and gate camps and things like that because I was like well I don't want to be made fun of uh, but then we went to a new alliance and it's completely different and it's great and it's wonderful and there's a lot more help and stuff but it's like yeah, you, you don't It's not going to be fun if people make you feel bad, you know, and I like because a lot of people make you feel good and eat echoes and that's one of the things I like about it.
0: I'm going to contradict myself, though. I did say interdictor, (laughs) but was that for guardians or interdictors? The bubbles.
3: The bubbles? Yeah. Guardian.
0: Yeah. I have yet to this day to even get into a guardianship. (laughs) I've never used. Well,
3: I I tried.
0: (laughs) Yeah, the the community in Eve Echoes, as much as it can be toxic, it's also very good. Uh, mm-hmm. a, a lot of the people that I talk to are very just just cool people, right? And I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't be playing this game if it wasn't for the community.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Great. I mean, just just when you get in your corp, you, I feel like there's this bond of people, and it's just it's uh. W- my husband and I were watching The Walking Dead, and we started we started over. And uh, they were talking about how they all came from different places, but the whole group, like of Gail and Rick and all of them, they Michelle and they all like just were together because they were going through the same thing, and that's what kept them as a family. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's Eve echoes. Like we're we all came together. We all different experience, different backgrounds, different ideas. But we're in together on one thing and we can just become a family. And I really like that.
0: Yeah, it's good to have good to have. So, well, can Eve echoes be good therapy for maybe others that um, may be experiencing issues?
3: Um, Yeah. So, you know, for my stroke or other things, uh, there are like what I think are like three types of therapy you can get. You can get, you know, like the physical therapy when I lost my, my, my left side of my body skills and I had to learn my mobility over again, you know, and then like occupational therapy where I had to learn like how to cook again or how to use a shower, or brush my teeth. And the second type, you know, it feels like cognitive and how like emotionally you are. And, and for me, that was like my aphasia with my speech and practicing that with people, and you know, going to like up uh, my appointments and the doctors, and just making sure I was in check emotionally. But what I didn't think about, or you know, uh, understand the importance of like technology-assisted physical and cognitive act- activities. So like, like, like you know, the the video games. Like I've seen video games where. It's made by a doctor to help you, like, uh, go through certain processes. But then what I found out was these, like, commercial games that aren't even thought about in the health field are actually also really therapeutic. So, so the commercial games are, like, designed for entertainment. And you don't really think of them as therapeutic because video games are, you know, I feel like when you talk about video games, we're always talking about, like, oh, they're not good. There's too much screen time. There's too much violence. But the positivity and, uh, you know, the, the good outcomes we don't, we need to talk about more. Like, um, when I played Eve, like the fine motor skills, like when I first started, I could not press the, the shield button. I could not press the shield extender. I could not press the weapons. Like I, you know, it was, if I got into a fight, I had to process the red. I had to process being targeted and you know everything was so slow, like way too slow to win a fight. You know, we yes. got somebody who knows what they're doing. And over time I was able to increase that, you know, and now I would say it's pretty normal. Like I, you know, I, I gained those fine motor skills. And then with Eve, the, the cognitive skills that I gained with just, you know, having to talk in a community, having to deal with uh, conflicts, having to make plans for the future, having to make the YouTube videos. There's so many ways in there that I, you know, Eve transformed my stroke recovery. And I don't think it would have been as good as it was if I didn't have Eve echoes, you know, like activating parts of my brain. I never knew that I kind of needed.
0: That's totally awesome. I love it. I I, I love, absolutely love how this game is helping you through all that. And uh, just, you know, helping you with the engage in the community, helping you, um, your reaction timing in the game has greatly improved, and, man, it's just so good. Well, Captain Chesley, I think that uh, about wraps it up for everything that uh, I wanted to discuss. Is there anything else that you'd like to uh, discuss or have any closing thoughts or shout-outs? Maybe nothing, because it was kind of a blank for a second. So. Um, oh,
3: yeah, you said that was really good and something like that.
0: <laughs> Okay, yeah, no problem. So uh, we pretty much discussed everything that I had that I wanted to talk about. Is there anything else that you'd wish to uh, talk about or got any closing thoughts or shout outs? I had
3: another question for you. I was trying to find it. Oh, okay. So you said that you you're not a CEO in the corp and you said you and your wife are in different corps.
0: No, we're in the same corp.
3: Oh, okay. Um. So, uh, what's your motivation for like the, the, the podcast that you do and everything that you do, uh, just, I was watching some of your videos, but I guess just a little bit more about you before I give my shout outs. (laughs) Maybe, maybe people who listen to me are going to know, you know, about you.
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah. So I, 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 so in, in previous episodes, uh, I, I have kind of discussed my corp history. Um, when I started the game, I was a nobody, knew nothing about the game, and then I joined this corp that I'm currently in. Still, it's been 250 plus days now, and I just worked my way up to eventually being a corp leader and assisting with, uh, you know, things that go on in the corpse. So ultimately, my role is recruiting and everything that has to do with you know new players and getting them set up and making sure that they're that they know Mm -hmm. how to use the discord and all of that Uh, so i would say that is my motivation uh helping people uh you know in the game you know whether it's whether it's giving them a ship like when my wife started I was tossing millions of isk at her just to get ships and, you know, get kind of caught up so she could play with us and play the game or do what she wanted to do without having that restraint of not having isk because she was so new. So, Mm -hmm. you know, there, there's that motivation is helping new players um, and even then helping the veteran players. If, if they need something, they can always come to me and, Uh, whether it be an issue or just a a ship that they need, or if a a question about something um, I'm, I I make myself always available for the, for my corporation. So they can always reach out, ask me anything and, uh, and I, and I help them. So I'm, I'm to that level of of motivation. And as far as what motivates me to make the show is really the community and the, Mm -hmm. the audience, uh, the, the, the weekly listeners that, you know, uh, have my podcast on uh, automatic download and, you know, I, I, get a lot of good feedback. A lot of people listen to it while they're driving. Um, a lot of people, yeah, I, I have other content creators listen to my show, uh, you know, just to, just to mm-hmm. keep up with the times, right? Cause it, it is a news and discussion type, inter- um uh, podcast. So, and I'm the only one that's doing the podcast. A fish is co- podcast format. But it's um, live videos, right? So,
3: yeah, we, I do a podcast. I have a website and I do a podcast, but mine is about like, you know, my stroke recovery, mental, mostly mental illness and um, motivation and um, things like that. Uh, And, you know, I, and it's interesting. um, It's interesting because my husband and I record video. But then we we don't ever post the video on YouTube. We just put it on like the website and the podcast because that seems to reach more people now, you know, mm-hmm. like you were saying. Yeah. So, yeah, I, un- I understand the podcast.
0: Yeah. So that's my motivation really is uh, to keep giving content to the people. Yeah. Just making good qu- quality content and uh, keeping people interested in the game, whether it be industry you know like last episode or just info on wars or whatever else is going on so um that's why um, i like doing it uh
3: my last question for you is what is your favorite ship
0: hurricane mm-hmm. <laughs> hands down the hurricane so okay. s- let's see i think why is that well i i like the <laughs> so i'm a Mimitar fan I, I oddly enough uh people make fun of those ships Thinking that they're like made out of scrap pieces, but uh, <laughs> I I do like to I've seen the stuff. memes. <laughs> yeah, so you know I started in a slasher and then ended up in uh, upgrading to a thrasher, and then I think uh, I may have had a, a a phase of mining or something, and I don't even remember <laughs> what T six ship I had. But when the hurricane came down, uh, either I was in that or a prototype, and then T eight was like boom. You know, I was in the Hurricane. Actually, I think um, Hurricane was T7 and the prototype was T6. So I was using Hurricane a lot for ratting and uh, SRP. I requested a Hurricane for doing CTAs and all that stuff. T8 rolls around and I started getting into Tornadoes. And then uh, now, I ultimately, I fly a Tempest uh, for PvE and for uh, CTAs. So uh, I'm I'm a big fan of the min stuff but i would say my favorite ship and personally i think it looks the best it's the uh the hurricane
3: all right yeah that's yeah we've got we've got a lot of hurricane fans in our corporation so uh so just uh as you said like if i want to give any shout outs uh, i just i want to shout out to my awesome guys and nad who have helped me so much with making like the dream of my corporation happen And also thanks to Turtle Mike and all of OP8 who got us into our first alliance, as well of our guys in Zen and XEO and everyone who got us, you know, from the girl alliance, Angry Miners, and thanks to False Trajectory for the amazing community you guys have built and all the hard work you have put in to help me out, and as well as everyone in Nat again. I just i'm really proud of everyone and now and where we've come like since since day one it's just crazy to like think we're paying a mortgage at one time and then (laughs) now mortgages don't exist and you know it's just it's just so crazy how you grow together and i'm just so thankful for everyone in the eve community
0: awesome awesome captain chesley so yes thank you for being on the show and thank you for taking your time to uh talk with me today
3: thank you for having me
0: Well, that wraps it up for this week. If you like the show, please review it on Apple Podcasts or on my Discord. Any feedback is appreciated. And this show is sponsored by RX2, Rage and Ruin. Zell and his team over at Rage and Ruin are a large community of players, mature EVE online vets from time zones all around the world. They enjoy all aspects of EVE Echoes, Their friendly and competitive gameplay has allowed them to create an awesome community. Learning the game can be difficult, so it is important to them to have a home where new players can enjoy the game. When in need, Rage and Ruin is about respectful, large-scale warfare content. I've personally flown with Zell and the team. They've been in some huge battles. Go check out Rage and Ruin and fly with some of the best. Also, Elantria over at borg sponsors this show we are borg we are family that's their motto they are a very large organization that has industry and mining also pvp focused programs just as top-notch as some of them top-notch corps out there see what i did there they look out for all their drones in the collective they have a great community both in and out of the game they have sci-fi fans D&D fans and fans of other rpgs and there's always someone to talk to. You can become one with the Borg. Life in Nolsec is good, full of riches to be had, and you can be a part of it. Go check out Borg. Resistance is futile. And maybe if you're up to it, you can join my discord. You can submit your very own corp ad, or you can just come by and show support and hang out. I'll leave that link in the description. Also, if you want even more Eve Echoes news and a deeper dive into what's going on around New Eden, go check out Damon Zell over on YouTube on his show, Goes From The Front, where he goes over game news, does weekly sob updates, and much more. So that's it. Thank you everybody for listening. Take care, fly safe, and I will see you next week. Oh, no.